0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and pour some backlist on May! This is episode number 322 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone, happy August! My wife and I and a couple of friends were able to squeeze in a bit of outdoor fun last weekend, and we went tubing, as in we sat in tubes and floated down a river for about four and a half hours. There is a drought here in California, so there were some sections of the river that were, unfortunately, too shallow to float through, so we'd have to walk our tubes for about 50 feet or so periodically. Also because of drought, the river wasn't flowing fast at all, and at some points we had to paddle ourselves. This was way more exercise than I was anticipating. I am an indoor cat. It was totally worth it, don't get me wrong. But the next morning, it was like my muscles were trying to stage an intervention. I also got a bit sunburned. Again, it was worth it. We saw fish and turtles and about half a dozen blue herons. The highlight was that we saw river otters. I'd never seen river otters in the wild before, but I've seen sea otters in the wild. But yeah, not river otters. I did not expect it at all, but honestly, seeing them has been the highlight of my summer. Anyway, I've got a couple books to talk about. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from a sponsor.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of Just Some Stupid Love Story. So in Just Some Stupid Love Story by Caitlin Doyle, Molly and Seth were best friends turned lovers until Molly ghosted Seth on the eve of their high school graduation, which is very trifling, I might add. So now they've reunited again at their high school reunion 15 years later, and they make a bet. Whoever can predict the fate of five couples before the next reunion must declare that the other is right about true love. But what is the catch, you might ask? Well, the catch is that the fifth couple is them. Dun dun dun. So, this is a callback to the best 90s and early 2000s rom coms. If you like When Harry Met Sally or How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, this will be right up your alley. This is also perfect for fans of romance readers of Emily Henry, Catherine Center, and others like that. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of Just Some Stupid Love Story, for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by World Editions, publisher of Salamalik by Khaled al-Asmael. In this unflinching story about Arab masculinity and homoeroticism, Farat, a Syrian in his early 20s, visits Sibki Park in Damascus, one of the city's most popular cruising areas. There he learns about the Hammams, secret meeting places for gay men located throughout the old city. So inside these public baths, the air is thick with the scent of bay laurel soap and naked men hide in the steam. Ferd faces sometimes violent disapproval from all levels of society, regime, religion, the man in the street, you name it. And yet he manages to find the love he's been seeking just before his world collapses and he's forced to flee. Find out more about Salamlik by Khaled al asmail translated from the Arabic by Larry Price at IndiePubs.com slash products slash Salamlik. That's S-E-L-A-M-L-I-K. And thanks again to World Editions, publisher of Salamlik by Khaled al asmail for sponsoring this episode.
0: For my first pick, I have Banned Book Club by Kim Hyun Suk, Ko Young Ju, and Ryan Estrada. Confession. Sometimes I buy books based on their titles. I bought this graphic novel and had no idea what it was about before I read it. I didn't even read the back. I just saw the title, bought it, and then read it. I have some major chaotic book reading energy sometimes. That being said, I thought this book was pretty rad. This is nonfiction and memoir, though of course some names have been changed in order to protect people. It takes place in 1983, during South Korea's Fifth Republic. This was a military regime, and there was a lot of torture, censorship, and straight-up murder of protesters. Content warnings for violence, especially police violence and state-sanctioned violence. Our author and protagonist, Hyung Sook, is a first-year college student whose parents own a steak restaurant and made a lot of financial sacrifices for her to go to college. Mainly, her father wants her to go to college. Her mother thinks that all college students do is protest. Hyun-suk intends to be at college to study, not protest. Definitely not to get involved with politics. She knows how the protesters are treated, and she wants no part of it, so she's desperately trying to avoid getting political. She also doesn't want to get kicked out of school. Of course, her very first day that she arrives at the university, there's a protest and she has to fight her way through to get to class. A faculty member recommends that students busy themselves with extracurricular activities and join some clubs so that they don't get coerced into protesting. So Hyun Suk thinks this is a good plan and joins the dance team, which is a folk dance team, so it's combined dance and live theater and storytelling. Their performance is also a protest, much to Hyun Sook's shock and disappointment. She learns very quickly that no act is apolitical. The editor of the school paper is on the dance team and asks Hyun Suk to instead join a book club. Hyun Sook is studying English literature and she thinks they'll be talking about the classics, Scarlet Letter, etc. When she shows up, she discovers it's a banned book club where they're reading and distributing books that could get them sent to prison. Like The Motorcycle Diaries by Che Guevara, Counter-Revolutionary Violence, Bloodbaths in Fact and Propaganda by Noam Chomsky, The Feminine Mystique by Betty Friedan, the list goes on. At first, Hyun Suk has no interest in any of this, but her curiosity gets the better of her. I really enjoyed this book. The characters have so much life in them, and I learned a lot about something I knew close to nothing about. And of course, I'm a sucker for a story about how books can change people and fuel revolutions. It's Banned Book Club by Kim Hyong-Sook, Ko Hyung joo and Ryan Estrada. For my second pick today, it's a tough one. It's titled Hello, I Want to Die, Please Fix Me, Depression in the First Person by Anna Mailer Pepperney. First, I want to tell you that if you start to Google the title of this book, you're going to prompt Google to give you a lot of hotlines and the search engine will be concerned. Okay, Whew. trigger warning, like major trigger warnings for suicide. All the suicide highly detailed attempts, children completing it, suicide packs, the list is long. I cannot talk about this book without talking a lot about suicide. So now is your chance to take a break and come back to this part if you're ready. And honestly, you may not be. If you're a person who struggles with mental illness, and especially if you have suicidal ideation, this is probably not the book for you. Also, content warnings for liberal use of words like crazy and insane as descriptors of people and behaviors. Also, warnings for detailed descriptions of brain surgery. That being said, I think this is a very important book. Full disclosure, I was diagnosed with depression about 20 years ago. It's not really something that goes away, it just gets managed, if you're lucky, I also want to put it out there that not everyone who has depression is considering taking their own life. I have not, but this book focuses primarily on those who have had these thoughts. This is a harrowing read, harrowing. Anna Mailer Pepperney is an investigative journalist who has battled severe depression, survived multiple, maybe even countless suicide attempts, and a number of hospitalizations. In this book, she explores with both humor and gravity depression treatment in Canada and the United States. Now, some readers are going to think that the Gallo's humor is in bad taste. And I get that. That the self-deprecation and jokes at the expense of herself and her fellow patients in the psychiatric wing of the hospital are low blows. For me, a person who has had personal experience with related situations I realize that sometimes you have to laugh because that is what makes things even remotely bearable. I appreciate Paperni's frankness and honesty because depression kills so many people, yet it's so often talked about in some kind of esoteric way or not at all, and that's not helpful. As you read through this book, you'll learn there is still so much unknown about depression, and there is no cure. There are many, many different ways of treating it, and some readers might be shocked at how much of it is a bit of a guessing game. Paperni really covers the range in this book, from medication and hospitalization and cognitive behavioral therapy to brain implants and electroconvulsive therapy and microdosing with ketamine. The vast extents to which some people go to get relief from our depression, relief that keeps people alive because without it, depression can be fatal. The author also covers things like how signs can be overlooked, how police are called when someone is talking about taking their own life, and how so often that is not a good idea, but there's likely a lack of any other viable ideas in this situation. This book is heartbreaking and outraging and sometimes funny, and very, very important. It's Hello, I Want to Die, Please Fix Me, Depression in the First Person by Anna mailer Paperni. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my totally awesome audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more Rex or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com, and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts, at bookriot.com backslash listen or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The file, as in The Lover of Information, spelled T H E I N F O P H I L E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading.